second base. It's Bren. I feel like it's been a while, but it hasn't because we only recorded a week ago. But, <laughs> but I missed you so much. And that is Diamond, <laughs> my co-host. So normally I start off by saying welcome to second base. And on my drive over here this morning, I was legit thinking like, what if when you got to second base, in both senses of the word, someone said that to you as like I'm running to like second base what if they're telling like mm -hmm. Cody like hey welcome to second base it would be weird but also if you got to second base with someone in like a romantic scenario and they were like welcome to second base that would be super weird and I don't even know what <laughs> I don't know which is weirder yeah and I don't know what second base is and I depends on who you talk to exactly and I feel like we should probably know I know at some point we're going to do a dating episode with our first date stories we so that's why we we do want your Dodgers first date stories, which we'll get to at the end of the episode, but depending on who you ask and depending on when you grew up and came of age, second base means a lot of different things. I mm -hmm. feel like with some people, it's like a three-way, and with some people, it's like an over-the-shirt boob grab. I don't even know. <laughs> Yeah, so, I, I'm not really sure. Us, I am not the person to ask. Us being called second base, we should probably know all the definitions of second base out there. Yeah, what is like, <laughs> what's first base? What's third know. base? What's a home run? What's a grand slam? Like I said, for some people, I those mean, are going to get more and more. I mean, the grand slam is where <laughs> multiple people were on the bases. <laughs> well, Fair. obviously. Yes. God, yeah, that's true. But, you know. <laughs> so second base is not a three-way. I guess it on how conservative you are. But for some people, it could be. That's I'm just saying. saying. Grand Slam is. But you're talking like. I'm being too literal. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. You're actually using that word correctly. You're being too literal. I'm oh. literally being literal. <laughs> okay. Besides bases, today we're talking <laughs> about. the fifth, semantics. Yes. The fifth anniversary of Kershaw's no-hitter. The level of petty that I did not know existed within the Dodgers, and I'm really excited to talk about. The sustained power of the belly beard, extended netting, dating dudes named after Dodgers players, and our favorite memories of Dodgers Stadium. But first, we have some news. So, <laughs> we haven't been like on a regular posting schedule, we know, and when we do post, it's usually on Tuesdays, so we're working on that, but... Instead of Tuesdays, going forward, we will be posting on Wednesdays because on Wednesdays, we wear Dodger Blue and listen to second base. That's what we do. Those are the rules. They're made official by the MLB. I talked to them. That's how it goes. Yeah. On Tuesdays, we're too busy eating tacos anyway. So you've probably seen this on Twitter already. If you aren't on Twitter, you definitely haven't seen it. <laughs> but I started a new feature on Dodgers Twitter, on our Twitter account. <laughs> we are Dodgers Twitter <laughs> now, By apparently. the way, Joe, I started this. Uh, just FYI. On Second Base Pod, we have a new feature. Every Sunday evening, we're, we're tweeting out horoscopes as told in Dodgers GIFs. So I just read what your horoscope is for the week. I translate it. I put it in a Dodgers GIF. And that is your mood for the week. So it's been really fun. So on Sunday evenings, check in for that. And I only use Dodger GIFs from the past weeks of games. So they're very recent. I was really stoked to see my first one was the intentional balk. That was that, actually your second one. That was oh, the second, that was my second one. Second one. Yes. But yeah, that was, there's been some really good You're content. right. That was the second. There's been some good content to pull from with yeah. things like that and then people get jealous like oh I'm a Pisces why isn't that mine and I'm like because your horoscope didn't say that's what you were like I, I, I just translated I don't I don't predict it so <laughs> she's yeah. just reading the tea leaves that's right I'm just like okay and this is a gif that works for that so yeah. that's how it goes you know for me personally I'm like I wish that a Joe Kelly gif works for any of these sometimes but they haven't because I need more Joe Kelly gifs in my could life could there be like one week like maybe Joe Kelly's birthday week and Which every gift is ah. Oh, but you know, I it. was saying I want to have one week. Every horoscope is just going to be a gif of Cody saying "fuck." <laughs> so I think I can do definitely like maybe in the future or like the, when when it's appropriate, we'll have one which is all like Joe a really Kelly bad week. or all Max Bun all Max Muncies or all Cody Bellinger's. Like that would be like okay. a theme to it because that could work too. Because Cody Bellinger's birthday is coming up. I mean, if you want to make it easier to drop f bombs, Walker Bueller. Right, but that I like, one, you could do one game. I you love Cody's f bombs because okay. he's usually so chill and like, huh, what, whatever. And then like, every, you see him on the on the field and he like smashes a bat. And he's just like, fuck. And I'm like, All oh right. my gosh. It also makes me laugh because I know that like, I think his sister is like a pastor and like his mom is really involved in the church. And I'm like, ooh, your mom gonna be mad at you because you're saying fuck on national TV. <laughs> like that's how I feel about it. I don't know. If you watch Fleabag, they've got a sweary priest. I've never seen that. Okay, but. I'm sure priests curse all the time. I went to Catholic school for like so did I. 14 years. I'm, I'm plus fuck is just like a great all around word. It's an adjective. It's a verb. It's an adverb. It's a noun. It works for a lot of things. <laughs> all right. 
I do want to talk about Chase Utley Day, which just happened. Woo! So Chase Utley had a retirement ceremony with the Phillies, which is fine. He may have started a Philly, but he finished a Dodger, so. I mean, he's... He's iconic to that team. Yes. He's like royalty there, so it's... And they did a great job, too. It was really wonderful and sweet, and there were so many people in Utley jerseys. Yeah, it was really cool, and I loved how they did that tie-in with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So, like, ten years ago on an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, one of the characters, Mac, wrote a letter to Chase Utley, like, if we were to hang out, it would be a home run. I just want to play a game of catch. That's all I want. And Chase Utley appeared in the episode, but they never got to play catch. As the ceremonial first pitch, he actually got to play catch with Chase Utley, which is super cute, like a cool little throwback for people who watch that show. Yeah. A really fun way to, like, retire someone, I yeah. think. Not everyone is going to have, like, a cute little retirement story like that. Yeah, I think that was a really great way to kind of mark the end and is a fan favorite for a lot of people. And I think it was also really fulfilling for fans, like, to see him get out there and be like, it's happening! That's true. I also really like, the thing I like about Mac is that when Chase Utley became a Dodger... Mac became a Dodgers fan. Because <laughs> that's how much he really was into, like, Chase Utley. Like, that's he just amazing. loved him. So he just, like, followed his his followed his mans. I'm not super familiar with that show. I've only seen one episode, and it was on Guar's tour bus. Diamond has a lot of fun stories like that. <laughs> I've seen a few episodes. I know it somewhat, but I, I had to go up and look up that episode to watch it and be like, oh, okay, because I think when I yeah. did originally see it, I didn't really know who Chase Utley was, because this was 10 years ago. He wasn't a Dodger yet, so. And Bryn is a Dodger fan, not a that's baseball right. fan. Exactly. Those are her words from our episode. Episode one. We've talked about this. I don't pay attention to you if you're not wearing blue. So, yeah. Like, why should I? She's colorblind. She only sees blue. Unless you're Yelich, but I only pay attention to him because <laughs> they're neck and neck in the race. Because, oh, Belly is at number 25. Yelich is at 29. He can go fuck himself. But <laughs> Belly will get up there. And you know who's catching up to Belly? Jock. Yeah. Jock, I think, is at 21 now. So they're, like, pretty neck and neck, too. But I do think, as Jock would say, he's crushing it. He's totally crushing it. And I do think by the end of the season, because we still have months of baseball left, it'll be neck and neck between Bellinger and Yelich. Yeah. But Bellinger was number one in the MLB All-Star voting. He beat out Yelich. So people want to see Belly more than Yelich. Bellinger's at 25. Jock is at 21. Both Bellinger and Jock are All-Star finalists in the All-Star voting. They made it to the second round. There's no way Bellinger's not going to the All-Star game. He's the number one vote for everything. Everyone in in Major League Baseball (laughs) wants to see Belly there. Yeah. So Jock is at first base, which is kind of cool. As we know, Cody Cody actually played first base in a game recently, but he's largely moving away from first base mm-hmm. because they don't want him to make diving catches, which he still does in the outfield, so I don't really see how that line of reasoning works. But <laughs> they don't want him to injure his shoulder at first base. There's a lot of injury opportunity at first. Yeah, people could, like, step on you when it's you're on the base. It's not as bad as second. You're going to hey. get run over at second. We don't allow anyone to run us over at second base. Just FYI. <laughs> This past week was the fifth anniversary of Kershaw's no-hitter. I got the Clayton Kershaw bobblehead, and it was a great game. It was against the Giants, who we shut out. Bye, Giants. Yeah, that was a rough series for the Giants. The Giants visited Dodger Stadium, and this didn't happen at Kershaw night, because it was all about Kershaw. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's fine, but I believe the next night, Bumgarner came out and was going to have to pitch against Muncie. Oh, yeah. And the Dodgers had, no pun intended, a field day. Like, they, (laughs) oh my gosh. So, during batting practice, everyone was wearing their go-get-it-out-of-the-ocean shirts. The Giants were pissed. They were like, oh, you're poking the bear. That's not cool. It's so, what do they call it? It's Little League. Like, how dare they? They said Little League. People would say things like, oh, Baumgartner never storms, but if he did, it would be bad for, and it's like, he's never going to. The greatest part about this pettiness was that it wasn't just, like, on a single player. It was a team effort and not just yeah. <laughs> not just the team but like the whole stadium because yeah. DJ Severe when okay. Bum Garner walked off the field DJ Severe played Waterfalls by TLC <laughs> don't go chasing Waterfalls and throughout Bum Garner's pitching Dieter Rule yes. had a water inspired playlist he played, I love Dieter he's so amazing he played Under the Sea Sitting on the Dock of the Bay <laughs> Smoke on the Water The Ocean Cake by the Ocean I am the walrus, Mad World, Under Pressure, and Baby Shark. The Baby Shark is just French chef kiss perfection. The whole thing is perfection. And I can't, I mean, so petty. And there are some of these that I didn't recognize right away, but a lot of them, obviously, I did. And I can't even, I am not defending Bumgarner in any way, type, or form, but I can't imagine sitting up there 
trying to strike these dudes out and hearing this music, I would have been livid. So I'm, and I, like, yeah, I could see him being like, what the fuck? Because it's not just coming from the players. It's like, you can't get away from it. It's in the entire stadium. Like, yeah. Sorry, Bumgarner. You're not welcome at Dodger Stadium. And that actually might be Bumgarner's last time as a giant facing Dodgers. Dodgers. He might be mm-hmm. traded to... I mean, if you're looking on Twitter, he could go to the moon. They think he can go anywhere. I think <laughs> if he gets traded, he'll still end up seeing the Dodgers. He'll face them off at some well, point. Yeah. yeah, but not as a giant. Yeah, not as a giant. Which, would that be good or that be bad? Because he's always going to have... Because when you're on the Giants, like, there's already a rivalry with Bumgarner as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. And then the Giants, him being on the Giants just adds fuel to the fire. So maybe yeah. if he gets off the Giants, which who we have, like, a decades-long history rivalry with, it'll I be think, a little less intense. I think between Puig and Muncie... I don't think he's ever going to be okay with the Dodgers. I think there's always going to be a but rivalry. But Quig's not even a Dodger anymore. Not anymore, but he's had so many, like, Dodger experiences that were... Yeah, he hates us. <laughs> can you imagine if they tried to trade him to the Dodgers? I'm sure he would never sign a contract that said that, but can just I mean, imagine? if it were out of his control and he had to? I don't... I mean, as a player, I would be like, no, I'm not going on that team. No, I'm not. You have to agree to sign the contract, so... Although, I guess... I mean, there are some trades should, that are out of your control, though. Strategically, Sometimes a trade is out of your but control. He's, he's free agent, though. I think he has a Yeah, that bit. would be different, but I'm yeah. saying if it was out of his control. Oh, yeah, I don't think it is anymore. No. Yeah. But, oh, okay, yeah. that was the confusion. It's, I yeah. was saying if this was out of his control oh, yeah, but and that, they just yeah. were like, come into the office. Yeah, no, <laughs> I wish that was still a realistic scenario, is that what I'm saying? Like, I wish that could still happen, but it can't. But, I mean, I think We've got is, some news for you. You're going to need to sit down. There's Here's a something snorkel to be gear. Said, like, I think maybe he would enjoy being on a team with Kika instead of pitching against Kika because Kika... Kike owns his ass. And Maybe. Kike would still troll the hell out of him. So. Yeah, I don't think he could handle the cleverness that is Kike. I don't even think he could fit in with the chemistry of our current team anyway. We're just No, he's scenarios. made it clear that he doesn't fit in with that chemistry. Yeah, and his haircut sucks. We've talked about this. So his, his grooming standards don't fit in to mine or the Dodgers. I won't allow it. So, nope. Sorry. Get out <laughs> of here. Uh, what else? BD. Send you to the blowout bar. Matt Beattie. <laughs> I know we don't have a lot of room on our roster. We don't have any room on our roster, but I would love to find a way to keep him. They keep sending him back and bringing him back, and then they sent him back, and he was packing his bags for a flight to Oklahoma, didn't make it, and like ended up hitting the walk-off home run for the game, and that was like six days after his first home run. So he's like a powerful hitter, mm-hmm. and I would like to keep him. I know they're rehabbing AJ Pollock, and he's coming back, and that's going to do a lot of stuff to the lineup with like Verdugo and everything, but also like... I like AJ Pollock, but like you haven't even been here. I don't even miss you. But I do like him, and I do want to see him yeah. on the team. But that means we lose other people on the team. I mean, yeah, it's. I don't want to say like he wasn't performing because he wasn't here long, and sometimes yeah, he it, didn't have a chance. Sometimes it takes a minute to hit your stride, as we've seen with CT3 and others throughout history. I love CT3. Yeah, I know. I was well, like, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm not saying don't yeah. bring back Pollock. I'm saying. You just wish we could fit him have all. our cake and yes, eat it too. I want to have Matt Beatty because Matt Beatty's like you 20, want some Dodgers cake. He was twenty six. He's this is was his first shot finally into the major leagues, mm-hmm. and he's like a little bit older. Like mm-hmm. I, I want this for him. He's like so cool in his interviews. Like I don't know, he just seems like a cool dude. Like mm-hmm. not, not someone I could be BFFs with, but I, he consistently. <laughs> he's not Joe Kelly. He's definitely not Joe Kelly, but he's definitely performed consistently, and mm-hmm. I would like to see him the yeah. rest of the season. I like I yeah, fine. You have to send him away for a little while because Pollock is probably coming back but I want to continue to see him and I don't want it to be because of injuries <laughs> right yeah like yeah. I don't want anyone to get injured I mean Rich Hill just got injured no and they're saying yeah and he's probably out to September and they think this is going to open up no. a more what, what's the word I'm looking for like I read that possibly Ross Stripling is going to end up taking his spot in the rotation which I would love because that means I would see more of right. Ross Stripling or but we you might don't want to lose Hill exactly or we might end up trading for someone and I'm like oh my gosh so also this didn't occur to me trading season is coming up and I was listening to the big swing and Ross Stripling made a joke but he said some joke but it wasn't really a joke and he was like yeah you know like I don't ha- I don't own a house in LA I rent because I could be traded at the drop of a dime and I was mm-hmm. like ha ha what like it didn't occur to me that like 
Yeah. Ross Stripling. Anybody. Yeah, anybody. Well, not anybody. They're not trading Belly. You know that's not happening. Like, there's certain right. players, like Kershaw's staying. Like, there are some players that you know are on contract, are on good. They might have no trade con- like clauses. We know they're not going anywhere. Ross Stripling is not one of those players. And it didn't occur to me until he said that. And I was like, I don't like that. I don't. I don't. <laughs> want to see Ross Stripling get traded to another team because then I would have to like not pay attention to him and hate him because we know I only see blue. I know. And I don't have any room in my life for another fandom. It's just too exhausting. It is very exhausting to Mm -hmm. have two. It is. And now here's the thing about even having a Dodgers fandom. Everyone wants to talk to me like now that like, oh, you have a Dodgers podcast. All everyone wants to talk to me now about is the Dodgers. And I'm like, dude, I talk about this all the time during my podcast. I don't want to talk about it right now. Can we talk about anything else? Or some people will be like, I don't even know anything about baseball. Can you like tell me? And I'm like, I I don't want to have this conversation with you. But back to the Kershaw night. I went to Kershaw No Hitter Night. It was cool. I went with my dad. I gave him tickets for Father's Day. It wasn't a sold out game. There was actually a lot of empty seats, which was kind of a bummer to see. The bobblehead was pretty cute. I liked that they timed it for the fifth year anniversary. And that was the game where Kike Hernandez hit a grand slam. Yeah. And I would like to say, my dad likes to leave games early. That's fine. He's older. He's got a bedtime. <laughs> and he wanted to leave. He wanted to leave in the seventh inning at the end. And I was like, okay, wait, let me just watch Belly Hit. I got to watch Belly Hit. You know, that's my boys. He's like, okay, mm-hmm. Belly Hit hit a single, and I was like, wait, 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 Kike's coming up, the whole game we didn't get to see Kike, alright, and like, that got him to stay, and I was like, you would have made me miss a motherfucking Grand Slam, old man, like, oh my god, like, come on now. It was a cool game, I wish if I had known that, I didn't pay attention to the lineup, but had I known that there was going to be so much trolling for Bumgarner, I wish I would have been at that game live, Yeah, that would have been great to see. Joe Kelly. We have to talk about Joe Kelly. We always talk about Joe Kelly. I know. I know. Joe Kelly, as of publishing, has a 6.66 ERA. It's like the witches are are at work. It's like the brujeria is working. Yeah. Although I will say, after last night's game, I'm pretty sure his ERA has gone down, which is a good thing. He pitched a great game last night. Uh, He was credited as the winning pitcher last night. Which, yes, he's getting better, slowly getting better. Just keep throwing that sage over his, <laughs> into his yard. I drive by his house, and I'm like, sage, sage, sage. And nobody booed him last night. I watched the game. Thank I didn't you. hear any boos. And look at look what happens to our mans when you don't boo him. He gets some of his stride back. He strikes out motherfuckers. He had, like, one crazy wild pitch that I was like, what are you doing with your gumby arms? But... Other than that, he did a good job, and I, I like it because I want to see more of... I just I just want to see more of Joe Kelly and Ross yeah. Stripling. And I know Joe Kelly is not going anywhere or getting traded because he has a no-trade clause in his contract because he wanted to be close to home, and he's here for three years. I think. I mean, I don't make the rules. I'm sure he probably could still get traded, but I think he's a little bit safe from it right now. Yeah, I mean, he's from here. His, his fam- Well, a lot of players are. There are so many players from Southern California, but... Just found out my ex boyfriend from 10 years ago went to high school with Justin Turner. And I asked him about it. And I was like, well, did you know him? And he was like, he's a fucking ginger. Everyone knew him. Like, (laughs) he's like, he's like stands out, even though it was like a major public high school. I think they were um, in the same grade, actually, because they're the same age. Uh And he's like, yeah, like, it was like the, you know, the redheaded baseball player, like, definitely, like, knew who he was, like, like, said, hey, whatever, but not, like, not friends with him. And I was yeah. like, what? Oh, my God. Like, he went to high school with Justin Turner. How cool is that? And I was like, this makes me not as embarrassed that I dated you 10 years ago, because I can say, like, <laughs> hey. So, that's the I one mean, cool little thing I learned in the last week. Speaking of people you've dated. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Are we going to bring up this weekend? We can, yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I just felt like a good segue there. I went on a date with someone named Clayton, which I feel even a little bad being that obvious about his name if he listens to this. He probably doesn't. Yeah, I don't think he ever will. Let's just pretend that he never will. So his name is Clayton, and oh, Clayton, that's the name of my favorite Dodger, which, first of all, we know that's a lie. That yeah. was just straight up bad flirting on my part, because if you know me at all, we know Clayton Kershaw is not my favorite Dodger. <laughs> no, you need a little more spice. So I was like, oh, that's my favorite Dodgers name. But we talked a little bit, and he actually invited me to go to the Clay and Kershaw bobblehead night because he wanted one because that's his name. And I was like, I'm actually already going with my dad. Oh, crazy. Yeah, so, so, but we didn't end up going to that game. You could have had an early dating story story of your own. Oh, my gosh. he. I think he wants to go like on a second or third date to Dodger Stadium. We did talk about it. Uh, and he was like, well, when is the... Like, he's never been to a Dodger game, ever. Okay. And he's like from Southern California. And I was okay. like, well, we got to get you to one for sure my schedule is so busy and like 
like, there's not that many home games right. coming up. And, like, I'm already going to Cody Bellinger Day with, like, Cody Bellinger Jersey Day. I just keep calling it Cody Bellinger Day because it might as well be. It's right by his birthday. Yeah, they should do, like, a parade. He comes in in the back of a convertible, you know? I would say like. yes to that, except he gets stressed out when he hears the MVP chance. So maybe let's get the attention off him. Yeah. Okay. I'm here for you, Belly. I got your back. And your belly. So... <laughs> Yeah, I went on a date with someone named Clayton, and like, okay, so it's Clayton Kershaw's name. It's also Cody Bellinger's dad's name, so I was like, oh, this, you know, Clay, Clayton Kershaw, Clay Bellinger, this could be cool. Yeah. Not a strategy I recommend for choosing dudes <laughs> to go on dates with. Yes, the guy was good looking, but like, also like, you should probably go on dates with people, not just based on they have a name like Cody or, or, or Corey or something like that. Right. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know if it's going to end up anywhere. It was just like, okay, cool date. Let's, you know. I mean, it's better than going out with someone. I'd rather go out with someone who's never been to a Dodgers game than, like, a Giants fan. Yeah. But I got to get better at, like, picking people to go out with and just being like, oh, you have the same <laughs> name as a baseball player. Because that strategy probably doesn't pay off in the long run. <laughs> but I did get some free drinks out of it, and I may get a free baseball game out of it, and I'm not mad at that. I mean, I would imagine I'm getting a free baseball game out of it because I'm not paying for a tickets to a date. No, thank you. <laughs> That ends our segment on Bren's dating life. Yeah, I could go deeper into it, but I'm not going to in case he should ever listen and I don't want to get embarrassed because, oh my God, I had talked to some other dude, not like dating, but I was just in a conversation with a stranger right. and I said my name. I was like, oh yeah, my name is Brenda. And then I don't remember how it, the Dodgers came up because like I said, it just keeps coming up in every conversation with me. I think I was wearing a Dodgers hat and he asked me okay. that. And this was someone too, he was from New York and he like grew up watching soccer because uh, he was originally from, like, Europe, but he had never been to a Dodgers game. And I was like, oh, I should go sometime. I don't really know anyone around the area. Maybe we can go. And I was like, I don't, I don't know you. But anyway, <laughs> I was like, oh, I co-host a podcast about the Dodgers. And then, like, ten minutes later, he was like, oh, you have a really nice voice. I'm, like, listening to it right now, too. You come off really well. And I'm like, what? How did you find it? And he was like, I just Googled, like, Brenda and Dodgers podcast. And I was like, ah, I've got to be real careful about you. Like, and I, it's not like I gave the name of the podcast. I didn't say... My, I didn't even say my name was Bren. I said Brenda. So some people don't always make the connection that Bren and Brenda are the same name. And I never said second base. All I said was like, oh yeah, I kind of know a lot. Of, like I co-host the Dodgers podcast. But I guess all you need is my name and Dodgers podcast and it's going to come right up. And I've got to be very careful about what kind of information I'm giving out there now. Because if you can find the podcast, you're going to know what my social media is because I give it out on here. And that's just too much information for some random dude to have that I'm just like having a sort of conversation with while I'm, you know, drinking my wine spritzers at a bar at two o'clock in the afternoon. God. <laughs> yes, you guys, it's, it's, it's weird out there. And, and that wasn't even like a date or someone that I would date. Mm -hmm. I think he was trying to be like, what's up? And I was like, what? No. <laughs> we do want to talk about extended netting. So this has been a conversation <laughs> in the MLB for a very long time. But in May, there was a game with the Cubs against the Astros and Cubs center fielder Albert Almora, Almora Jr. hit a foul ball down left field that struck a young girl sitting in the stands. Almora was visibly devastated. Mm -hmm. He was, like, crying. He had to be consoled on the field and then got consoled by a security guard. Like, mm -hmm. he, he, he was definitely feeling really bad about what happened. So the incident prompted the netting conversation anew. And okay. it was just announced that the White Sox and the Nationals are going to further extend the protective netting at their stadiums, which I think is interesting because neither of those teams were even involved in that game. So in 2017, there was a, another foul ball injury. And so by 28, the time 2018 started, all of MLB parks had had their netting extended towards the end of the dugout. And some went a little bit further. The New York Yankees and San Diego Padres extended the netting all the way down the line. But now the White Sox and Nationals are taking it even further. The Nationals are extending it a little bit further than past the line, with, but the White Sox are extending protective netting all the way down to the foul line, to the foul poles at the guaranteed rate field, which is, will be, that the, the only field in the MLB that will be, have, that will have that, uh -huh. and it's the longest protective <clears throat> netting. There's conversations, like, some people are like, oh, I don't want the extended protective netting because it'll change the way I watch the game, which is bullshit. Like, if you've ever sat behind home plate, like, it doesn't, which if you're not lucky, screw you, I sit behind home plate all the time. But <laughs> it, the netting doesn't take away from from the game. You, you don't I've even sat notice behind it. it, and I suppose there is a magical sense if there is no netting and you're just like right there with the players. But it doesn't ruin the game. Yeah, it you, it's not that you can't see 
it. Yeah, it really doesn't take away. So yeah. these changes are expected to be made as soon as possible this season. So I'm guessing when like the teams are on extended road trips and they can mm-hmm. get that stuff up when there's no games going on at the field. I'm for extended netting, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I also have a different opinion than some people. <laughs> I don't think young children should be allowed down in those seats. I think there should be an age limit. I don't think, I don't know what the age limit should be. I think maybe 12, 13, maybe even 10. I don't think you should have a fucking four-year-old down there. Like, And my reasoning is a four-year-old is not paying attention to the game. Right. They don't have that capacity. As a parent, you have to do that. But guess mm-hmm. what? There is absolutely no way for you to pay attention 100% of the time to the game and to your kid. Right. So you don't know if a ball's coming. I mean, me, even, like, as an adult, like, having sat in, like, the loge or anywhere else, like, I'll be on my phone. Like, even if I'm not on my phone, even if I went to a game with no phone, no kid, no distractions, I still can't watch the game 100% keep my eye on the field. You can't. It's impossible for anyone to do that because you have to blink. You have to tie your shoe. You have to do things. And these balls can come really quickly. I mean, they come very quickly out of nowhere. Yeah, it's so fast. It's the blink of an eye. And I think young children should not, who are more susceptible to like getting a brain injury or things like that, Mm -hmm. who are still developing, should not be that close to the field. Besides, they're not even old enough to enjoy what's happening. And they just take away from like the the Mm -hmm. father or mother's experience of watching the game. I just think they should be further back. Like don't have them, you know, like in Dodger Stadium, those seats are like blue. Don't Mm -hmm. put them in the blue. Keep them in like the yellow, a little further back where they're not as susceptible. Obviously, putting netting up might help, but I, you know, you never know if one of those balls is flying fast enough that it could fly through the netting. Set it on fire. Burn a perfect hole right through the netting. Exactly. (laughs) I think one of the arguments I saw too, like if you put up the netting, it'll prevent home runs. And I'm like, you don't hit a home run down the foul line. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's like not a thing that happens. So yeah. I don't think yeah, that's not a thing. Yeah. I was like, that's not a thing. So people um, shut up. I was at a game once where very fortunate with nice close seats where a player flipped over like just a few seats from me. And that was, I was more worried about the player actually than the people he flipped into because he's the one going face first into the cement I mean, ground. I would be terrified that I would get cleats to the face. That is that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, there's there's a history of occasional injuries and even deaths, unfortunately, to foul balls and also broken bats. So I'm definitely, I'm not against netting. I would say that I'm pro netting, extended netting, as long as, you know, they do some within reason. I don't want to put the game in a dome, you know? Yeah, I don't need it in a dome, but, <laughs> but that's what I, I'm yeah, saying. I know, if, yeah. if you don't want to extend the netting all the way to foul poles like the White Sox, then also maybe you could get injured at any age. That's, I'm yeah. not saying that matters, but especially with young kids, they don't need to be that close because they're more susceptible and people freak out more when it's a young child you know just sit further back like I I also just like for me I would never want to take a kid that close because I wouldn't be able to enjoy the game and that's not even something Mm -hmm. that's specific to major league baseball fields I mean even if you go to a little league game you don't want a kid your child sit that close because those balls can go wild too yeah I do think it's cool that the White Sox are doing that Mm -hmm. I do think it's weird that the Cubs didn't immediately make this move especially after Albert Armora Jr. was like freaking out yeah and their field is tiny their stadium is tiny Field, I've never been. It is it is tiny, and you can buy tickets to watch the game from the surrounding buildings. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, the surrounding buildings have like risers set up on their rooftops, so you can watch the game. Oh, you mean you can buy tickets to watch the game from a, like from watching it watching it from a surrounding building? Yeah. I thought you meant like you can go into a box office in like a different building. Like, oh. Instead of having to go to the field to get tickets. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's tiny. At least last time I was in Chicago, you could. I don't know local regulations if they've cracked. Down on that, but that was a thing. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't been. That's definitely. I would like to go to a game, a Dodgers game, there at some mm-hmm. point when it happens. That might happen. We'll see. Yeah. Not, no. No better reason to visit Chicago Dodgers game. Why not? There's also Wax Tracks Records. That's a good reason to visit. I don't buy music, Diamond. <laughs> I was like, should right. I even say that live? Oh my god, I have a Spotify account. Next up, we're going to talk about our favorite memories at Dodger Stadium. Wow. Yeah. I've been thinking wow. about this all week. I have a ter- I, this is I don't even know how to say this because I have a really good memory, but I don't have a really good memory. So I don't, I think mm-hmm. I've been to so many Dodgers games that I don't, they all kind of yep. blur together. But like, what's your favorite memory that happened to you or that, you know, your favorite memory that involves Dodger Stadium? My favorite memory, I almost didn't go with this. I almost lied and said it was. Meeting uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
almost lied and said it was uh, the World Series two years ago, but I'm going to go ahead and be honest, and I... That can't be your favorite memory, because you missed the walk-off. That was last year. Oh, sorry. I went two years ago also, yes, and I met lots of amazing people, and it was really rad, and had a great time, but I'm going to go ahead and go with, it was April 2012, I had to actually look up the date for it, and it was an, I believe it was an 11th inning walk-off home run by Matt Kemp, when he was super hot. Should have known this was going to involve Matt Kemp. That's why I almost didn't say it. But get this, it was also Bryce Harper's first game. Whoa. <laughs> so I remember at the point, Matt Kemp's last at bat, um, Dodgers were down. I remember at R2 Doggo, uh, Italian Greyhound Dodger fan, looked at me and said, well, that's the last time Kemp's going to be up unless they go into extra innings or something along those lines. And I was like, all right. And so uh, unless they come back, that's what he said. That's the last time Kemp is going to be up unless they come come back and win this. And we were in, I think, the ninth inning at that point, eighth or ninth. So it was like, well, game's over. And sure enough, somehow came back. It stayed tied until the 11th inning and Kemp hit a walk-off home run. And what was so great about it wasn't that it was Kemp and I love Kemp. It was that the entire stadium, people stayed. It was late. It was a night game, so it was late and people stayed. And I swear I felt like the seats were going to fall. I was starting to worry about structural integrity because people were beating (laughs) things on the seats in front of them. People were screaming MVP. People were stomping so loud that it sounded like thunder rolling through and it was packed. It was still pretty full. I felt like in my memory, it was pretty full. It was amazing. And that was one of the most magical baseball memories that I have for any stadium and any team. And that says a lot because I grew up in St. Louis in the Ozzie Smith era, and I still love Ozzie Smith, though. That, that was an incredible Dodgers memory. That is a really good memory. I don't have any like that. My memories of Dodgers stadiums are less tat of Dodgers stadiums. I don't know why I said plural. There's only one. My memories to Dodger Stadium are more tied to, like, what was going on when I was mm-hmm. there. They're not really tied to, like, the game. A crazy play. I mean, my least favorite memory of Dodger Stadium is that in the 2017 World Series, my dad went and bought tickets for him and my brothers to go to the mm-hmm. games and, like, didn't get me one. No! And I was like, what the fuck? You bought your two sons and, like, it's a memory you're not going to take your daughter? Like, what kind of bullshit is this? I was so mad. I didn't talk to him for, like, weeks. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I didn't know you were going to want to go. I'm like, what kind of... And my mom was trying to, like, justify it. Like, oh, they wanted, like, an all-boys memory. I was like, oh, this is bullshit. He took both his kids. Like, did he forget that he had a daughter? I was, like, so upset. Like, I was not happy. Boo. That's my least favorite memory. I don't think the Dodgers won that game. So that's what they get. Take that. Yes. But my favorite Dodgers stadium memory. I did go to Dodgers Stadium this year for my birthday on Cody Bellinger bobblehead night with a few of my really good friends, Diamond included, and that was a really good game, and the Dodgers lost, but Cody Bellinger hit his 12th home run of the season, I think it was the 12th, and we discovered party boxes. We did discover party boxes. We didn't sit in one, well, we pretend sat in one after the game. (laughs) That was a really fun game, just because it was, like, tied to a really good memory, even though they didn't win. We ate lots of fries and tots. (laughs) I'm trying to think, yeah, like I said, none of them are tied to games. I do think one of my other favorite memories was the game where we actually met and not necessarily even the game but the experience of yeah being invited to go to Dodger Stadium for a press day and like actually getting to go to batting practice which was cool so we were on the field mm-hmm. and I met Matt Kemp I met Andre Ethier we got to take pictures which I don't even know where those photos are now they're probably on some old phone somewhere yeah, I should I should track those down and then we got to sit in the press boxes mm-hmm. which was cool and that part wasn't and even we the saw the back part. of Vince Scully's head we did and those, that wasn't even the coolest part I think for me the coolest part was just like standing on Dodger Field like that was like yeah. really my first First time like during like batting practice and like ugh, I did catch a foul ball from the Diamondbacks but I was like I don't want this <laughs> like like a batting practice ball and I was like uh. you can keep it I don't want this I mean it, it's somewhere in my house I'm sure they didn't want to be rude that was just like a really cool experience for me it was like oh my god I have this beauty blog and this is one of the opportunities mm-hmm. that it's led me to which I never in a million years thought that starting a beauty blog when I started my beauty blog in 2009 I wasn't really thinking much about it I just really like liked makeup and wanted mm-hmm. to talk about it and it led to a lot of really cool beauty related experiences which sort of eventually feels like it comes with the territory because it's all beauty and like even mm-hmm. fashion related but to be able to go to something like batting practice at Dodger Field I would never ever ever right. have predicted that it would have led to something like that and 
and I felt really cool. That's an I, unexpected yeah. but awesome turn. Yes, and it felt really cool, and I felt really like this is a really cool, not even like a turning point in my career, but like a milestone in my career. Mm-hmm. Like I got invited to this really cool special night here, and I mm-hmm. went by myself, so there was like no like no one to like share it with, which is sort of a bummer. That's the one thing about like blogging is like, you can't always like bring a plus one. Oh well. And then obviously like, getting to sit in the press boxes, and then I met like Tommy Lasorda, and I met yeah. him in such a random way. I was just, like walking down the hall to the bathroom, and he was like walking down the hall the other way, and I was like, he was like, oh hey, how's it going? And I was like, what's up? Like, yeah, hey, cool, how's it going? It just felt so easy. It was definitely not like a celebrity. Yeah, that was thing. the night that I very briefly met Magic Johnson. So that was cool. I saw Magic Johnson that night. I did he's not a meet million him. feet tall. Yes, he's a huge dude. He is, and he was wearing he's a presence. Yeah, and he he created his own wind draft when he walked by. Definitely, it was. I'm not making that up. Like there was a breeze when he walked by, and I thought, what was that? And I looked, and it was Magic Johnson. I can't wait for the Dodgers to go to the World Series again, so that I can actually go to a game because <laughs> I was actually lucky enough when the Lakers won their three P, their third ring in a row, their mm-hmm. third championship. I went to like playoff game four at Fun. Staples Center, which yeah. I'm not a huge basketball fan or anything. I you know I don't mind. I like mm-hmm. the Lakers, but this was like Kobe and Shaq, like their heyday. Yeah. I my dad got tickets through work, and so like he actually invited me this time. Wow! And we went. We had amazing seats. We were close enough. Like I was close enough to see like the sweat on the players' faces, which was like kind of gross because I could like when they were running around, I could like feel it coming off them. I was like, (laughs) but we were that close, and it was basketball is so much different from baseball. Because in baseball, there is a lot of downtime, and in basketball, mm-hmm. it's just go, 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 go. And it, it kept me really engaged throughout the game, and mm-hmm. it was just a really cool thing. And they won, and then, like, it was a playoffs game, so it was like, yeah. you came out, and it was like a fucking, it wasn't the winning game, but it was still like a fucking yeah. parade, because it put them in the next, yeah. it kept them in the series. And that was such a really cool, fun, like, amazing experience. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I want to feel it's like at a game with the Dodgers, which yeah. my dad robbed me of. So, whatever, dad. I can't wait to do that. I also will say something, and Dodgers fans might hate me for this, but just just bear with me. In 2010, the Giants won the World Series. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. Obviously. <laughs> oh, I didn't either. I wasn't, I'm kidding. I already at that point was not paying attention to baseball. But here's what happened. I had to travel to San Francisco for work. Okay. And the timing of it happened to be so that this was pre-Uber. So when I got out of the cab mm-hmm. in front of my hotel, the second I got out of the cab in front of my hotel was when they won. So <laughs> I'm standing in San Francisco in the middle of like, I forget what district, but a really busy district. Yeah. And I get out of the cab and I have my suitcase and the city just goes fucking nuts. Like, everyone comes out of the bar yeah. screaming. There's orange flags everywhere. I was like, did an earthquake just happen? I didn't know what happened. I was like, what? I just got out of the cab. Like, what? I, you know, like, and he might have had the game on the radio. I wasn't paying attention. Like, uh-huh. I was definitely in my own world. Like, okay, I gotta check into my hotel. I'm here for work. And just... I mean, you know, San Francisco from certain parts, and I was up on a hill, you can see the whole city, uh-huh. and you could just see the place erupt in, like, orange flames, and, like, yeah. people were jumping on cars, it was yeah. insane, and I'm like, oh my god, trying to get across the sidewalk into my hotel, just even the lobby, it was madness, it yeah. was absolutely insane, and it was, like, the worst time ever as a Dodgers fan to, like, be there, <laughs> Yes, because I was like, oh, was that game, because I, I didn't even know there was a game that day, because I had already stopped paying attention to baseball at that point. Yeah, because the Dodgers weren't in it. Exactly. And so I finally like get into my hotel room and like I Google and like see what happens. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god. But to see, like it's really cool. I was in Berlin whenever Germany won the, the last World Cup. Their last World Cup victory. I was in Berlin with my best friend and we watched the game on TV because it was in Brazil. But it was pretty rad. Like the city blew up. Yeah, well, and so like as far as like sports memories that mm-hmm. I have, that's like a major sports memory, even though it doesn't involve the Dodgers, because it was just such a huge like I just I watched it happen. Like, I saw when they started running out of the bars. And it was, like, I can even see it in my mind. Like, it plays out (laughs) in, like, slow motion where I was, like... Because, like, at first, like I said, because I didn't know the baseball game was going on, I legit thought there was, like, a national emergency. Because everyone came (laughs) running out screaming. And I was, like, oh, my God. Like, what happened? Like, looking back, I'm, like, that was such a cool thing to see. Yeah. And had I been... Had that been my team, it would have been a cool thing to experience. Yeah. It was really rad. And San Francisco is a lot different than Los Angeles. I mean, it's a seven-mile city. It's small. Yeah. It's contained. Los Angeles, it probably won't be exactly the same, depending on the neighborhood you're in. Right. But, like, if we're so big, I don't think you'll see a whole city immediately erupt into blue. 
but he'll be see something similar, and I think it would be so cool to like experience. And I would yeah. love to have that for the Dodgers. So that's my favorite Dodgers memory that hasn't happened yet. When they win the World Series, and I'm there to see it. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for that because whenever I saw the German team win, and it was really cool. Like it was really awesome, and we went out in the streets, and everybody was excited, and it was rad. But then we tried to go to bed, and the rest of Berlin was not going to bed. There, there. Yeah. That was the downside for sure. <laughs> Okay, so those are our favorite Dodger Stadium memories. We actually have a special interview with someone who has a really special Dodgers memory. A very memory. rad so Dodgers we memory. To Dodgers Twitter fam legend at Thundercrap, Brian Kephart. It totally tops ours. So five years ago, during All Star voting, one of the things you could win is to throw out the ceremonial first pitch at a game. Yep. Brian happened to win. And that's like a, it's not even a once in a lifetime experience because like most people don't, won't experience it's that. It's really rad and he told a great story and we're going to share it with yeah, you. Yeah, let's have him tell it. Diamond, have you done that? No, why you got to rub it in? Well, I mean, I feel like I would be really good you at haven't throwing. Been. You haven't done that? I haven't thrown the first pitch. <laughs> Even though Joe Kelly and I are neighbors, he hasn't like offered for me it. to do it yet. I think he's scared that I'll pitch better than him. Oh, <laughs> I'm just oh. kidding. I would be terrible at it. Joe Kelly is definitely a better pitcher than me. My ERA would be like 3,800. So, 3,800. Especially, like, if I had nails, like, it would just be, which I normally oh, yeah. do, it would be Mariah Carey style. Yes. That, you know, that's the best one. But, okay, so, Brian, tell us how you entered the contest, what you did, give us all the details. Okay, so it was uh, five years ago, and um, they had a contest on Twitter where if you proved that you voted 35 times. Was it 35 times it was, back then? Yeah, it was 35 times was the max, and you can vote anymore after that. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, that, that was the max, and you could, you could, knock it out in one day, which was kind of nice. And so, they if you could prove that you voted 35 times, you could throw out the first pitch. And so, you know, it was like early afternoon, and I wasn't, you know, I, I entered so many contests, and I never expected to win any of them. <laughs> so, it was just kind of like, I was just like, oh, sure, why not? And so I sent them the screenshot, and uh, I got a DM from them, like, a couple hours later saying, hey, uh, what's your email address? And I won. That's awesome. So, yeah. Well, congratulations on that. This was also <laughs> five years ago, so this is pre-Sue Joe. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Was this still during Josh? It was yeah. Josh, yeah. It was Josh. It was Josh. Josh. Okay, we, was know Josh. Jo we knew we Josh. We met through yeah. Josh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we oh. met through Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Josh Tucker, yeah. Okay, great. So... You Shout out Josh Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> was it for a specific game or did you get to choose the game or they told you what it was? It was for that day's game. Oh, it was you. Oh my no, gosh. Literally no time to prepare. I hadn't thrown a baseball in several years. And so I had to go in my backyard. Gra I grabbed the ball, threw the ball against my wall like a few times. Right, because there's nowhere to really practice pitching if you really needed to as a personal baseball player. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Okay, so go on. Oh yeah, I used to do it growing up. As a kid, I would yeah. just throw the ball against my wall like for like an hour a day at least. So I had to throw, like my first few practice throws were terrible and <laughs> which scared me and then finally I got like kind of my release point or whatever you want to call it down and, and so I was like okay good enough. It <laughs> left. I live I live like over an hour away from the stadium so I had to rush down and soon. Uh, so maybe like four miles from the stadium? Uh, yeah four, <laughs> about four miles three and a half tops I don't know. But and so yeah I had to rush down there, hit traffic of course, and got there, down there late. Yeah, I finally got down there, and it was it was incredible. You get there, you check in. What was it like? Had you ever been on Dodger Field before that? Never. Okay, so that was your first time on Dodger Field. Yes. You, who caught you? Uh, it's a ball boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a ball boy. <laughs> I was hoping it's gonna be like backup catcher. I think Drew Butera was a backup catcher at the time. I was hoping it's gonna be him, but it was a backup catcher. Javier, shout out. Uh, <laughs> And yeah, it was it was really nervous and it was really crazy just walking down and getting onto the field and just looking up and just seeing how enormous it is. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Bryn's face right now, like, ugh. <laughs> I was so nervous, and I'm the type of person I don't like to be the center of attention, mm -hmm. and I get like stage fright, I get like anxiety stuff, and I was shaking, pacing. I had the like restless leg syndrome thing. I couldn't get my legs to stay still. Yeah, you walk up to the mound. Oh, that sounds so. Fancy. You walked up to mm -hmm. the mound. Yeah. <laughs> the mound that, like, yes. Kershaw, five years ago, to, in two days, Kershaw hit his no hitter. So, like, pitched his no hitter. Pitched his no hitter. Yeah. So, like, that's the same mound that Kershaw. I pitched a no-hitter from five years ago. That's like a holy mound. Yeah, and wow. actually uh, Kershaw pitched that game too, so wow. that was cool. <laughs> wow. Did you like pick up some of the dirt and like I wanted, I wanted to. 
I wanted to get just a pocket full of dirt, but I, I wasn't gonna be able to sneak it. It just yeah. it wasn't yeah. gonna be possible. Right. Like, Too the many eyes like on you from every yeah. direction. You go up there, they give you the ball. Yeah. You throw it. Mm -hmm. What and was that like? Were you just like, oh my god, I just threw the fucking ball? I'm like, oh my god. I barely remember it. <laughs> I literally, it was a blur. And they told me they were like, okay, they, they got me on the first baseline. They said we're gonna put you up on the on Dodger Vision. We're gonna uh, announce your name. We're gonna say you know who you are, how you did this, and. And uh, smile and wave at the camera. I don't remember doing any of that. <laughs> did you get to keep the ball? Yes. That is nice. Yeah. And nice. It, it was really cool how they did it too because they made sure they get, they brought it out in a case and they opened it up and they're like, we want to make sure that you're the first person to touch it. That's wow. cool. And so they made it really special, which is really cool. Do you have that baseball like it's front, front and center at your mm -hmm. house? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's front and center on my daughter's shrine. It's just, it's right there with my bobbleheads uh -huh. and my first pitch ball right there in the middle. After you threw the first pitch and then you like, you obviously got to stay for the game, right? Yeah. What, like, that would suck if they yeah. were like, bye. Uh, <laughs> well, I meant like, I meant like with his schedule. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, you go back and like sit down, like how, do you even remember that game? Because I'm sure you would just be so mentally like, what the hell just happened? Like, it was. Texting everybody. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. It was, it was, I remember the game pretty well. And it was like, after I threw my pitch, I remember thinking everything after that. It was just out there on the mound, being out on the field, I don't remember much of that. <laughs> but the game itself, I remember very well. Wow. That is like such a cool yeah. thing. So is it one of your like, is it your like number one top Dodger memory of all time? I mean, memories, like, it's like my top memory in my life. So <laughs> That's awesome. Did you get to meet anybody in Dodger front office or anything? No? No, not really. Just Josh? Yeah, it seems... It wasn't even Josh. Didn't even get to meet Josh. Oh, wow. Oh. No. It seems like if they made you come in that day, it was such a last minute thing, they probably didn't have time to coordinate all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right. They had a contest a couple other times, and they, like, went all out for those people and, like, put pictures up of them on the Twitter account and said, congratulations, and, like, and they didn't do anything will, that for me. <laughs> I will definitely say, okay, so Diamond and I met at a Dodgers Press Influencer Night, yeah. and we met at the Los Angeles Influencers Night, uh -huh. and we will, I will say... Ours night was kind of like, huh? And they hosted a night for the food bloggers that yeah. they went all out for. And I think it's like, since ours was one of the first nights, it was more of a learning experience. Like, let's yeah. see how this goes. What can we make better? So that's probably what they used for yours. <laughs> so it always kind of sucks to be like the first person because you're like, you're like when the first iPhone comes out, you're like the beta. So I'm sure if that was me, I'd be like, oh, the pitch is enough. And then you're like, oh, maybe we should have had him meet a catcher and like actually have coordinated that a little bit better. So they probably whatever. It was yeah. so rad. Yeah, it was, yeah. but I was a guinea pig, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. But yeah. I, you know what? If I'm going to be anybody's guinea pig, I would yeah, be the, the Dodgers. Dodgers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely wasn't a bad experience, I'll say that much. And Yeah. yeah. You can really tell that they just kind of threw it together because I got up to the like the front, the club section. Yeah. And I go up there and I'm like, hey, uh, I'm Brian Kephart. I'm supposed to be throwing out the first pitch. And the woman sitting there just kind of looks at me like... <laughs> Who? Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of go, um, I won a contest on Twitter to throw out the first pitch. And um, do you even know who I am? I yeah, mean, all the gifs. <laughs> well, that, that was even before, way before that, because I only started the gifs last season. Yeah. Oh, you said so, gifs. Yeah. I'm a gifer. I don't, I don't care how You're people say it, really. But I don't care. I don't like, care. if people say gif, it's gif, it's, it's I know fine. what you mean. It's, you a, know? it's a dumb, made-up acronym. Yeah. It's fine. And you and I will get into this on the show in a different episode. Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Say, <laughs> so, you know, well, I won a contest on Twitter, and she goes, and she goes, and goes, okay, and picks up the phone, and it's like, someone tell Kat that tw Twitter's here. Tell Kat that Twitter is <laughs> here. Like, I yeah. guess I'm Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Cool thing. Who did they play against that day? It was the White Sox. Okay. okay. Where were your seats? They were field level, like a little bit nice. ways down, like the third baseline, so not too nice, but nice enough. Yeah. You know, that's... <laughs> They, they didn't skimp on that too much. I sit above the press box, so I'm like, ooh, field level. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'm usually reserved, so yeah. yeah. Field well, level's nice. That is a really cool story. Thank you for coming on and sharing with us. Of course. Yeah. Now know that if I ever get to first pitch, what to expect. Okay, so yeah. I probably shouldn't have my nails done, and I probably shouldn't wear heels. I feel like you dark. should just full Mariah carry it. I mean, obviously I would. You might as well. Yeah. yeah. Go, go <laughs> all out. Yeah. Do you have footage of you throwing? Do you have anything of, of that? What memory, what like physical manifestations of memories do you have from that night? I have the ball, and then my brother Eric, uh, he, he came with me, and he, he recorded it. 
Wow. Nice. So, so I have proof. If wants. <laughs> it's actually a screenshot of it is my header photo on Twitter. Oh, that's awesome. So, so yeah, if you look, you can see me walking to the mound. Oh, that's, so that's awesome. So cool. And yeah, just me. Twitter walk. is rushing to at Thundercrat <laughs> to look at that right now. Yeah, sounds good. So thank you for coming over to our studio and telling us that super rad story. We really appreciate it. And Thanks, Brian. Thank you, Brian. And we're sure that all of our listeners do too because it was super rad. And you can follow him on Twitter at Thundercrat. He is responsible for the GIFs we use in our Dodgers horoscopes and for a lot of the GIFs you're probably using and don't even realize yeah. it. Yeah, he's, he is, he's the GIF king and you should follow him if you don't already. GIF king. The GIF king. <laughs> what is your favorite Dodgers stadium memory? We want want to know slide into our dms like ct3 sliding into home so you know face first <laughs> and give us the details we want to know whether it's a memory that's gonna make us laugh gonna make us cry gonna make us cringe like tell us one of your favorite memories at this at stadium for a chance to win a dodgers puiggy bank you may have seen me tweet it. it's, like a, it's a cute little it was a one of the gifts at a game last year when Puig was still on the team and it's Puig sliding into base and that's when your money goes into little Puig bank. It's so cool. So if you want a chance to win that, share us your favorite, share with us your favorite memory and we'll pick some of our favorites to read on air anonymously of course and we'll pick a winner in the next coming weeks. We're also still looking for your first date stories for a special feature. We've talked about it a little bit earlier so good date, bad date, whatever date, got a free Dodger game out of it. Send us all the deets. Listen at secondbasepod.com. This is an ongoing thing. There's no deadline. Send those stories yes. in. We want to hear all the awkwardness. I, do, I really do. Oh my I God. know. The I more hope. awkward, the better. We haven't gotten like a real awkward story yet, and I would really I mean, like to. I mean, a little bit, but I would like more awkwardness than that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Slide into second base with us next week for more stunting on our fave boys in blue and for a very, very, very special interview. We haven't announced it yet. We might. I don't know. But let's just say we got to second base with somebody's dad. <laughs> no, it wasn't Clay Ballinger. Okay, guys. It wasn't that Clay that I went out with, I swear. <laughs> Please be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also rate us on iTunes and Stitcher, so please do that. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not here Tell for us your, how great we are, I'm please. I'm not here for your negative, anonymous, one-star reviews, so. <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SecondBasePod. That's at SecondBasePod. Second is spelled out like the word. You can also follow me, Bren, at OMGBren, B-R-E-N. You can keep up with us at SecondBasePod.com. We post recaps of the show and link to anything visual you might need to reference during this non-visual audio experience because sometimes we talk about things that you can't see and if you want to see it that's where we have the link to it. Thanks to our engineers and our producers Mike and Joey and thank you for letting us get to second base. Maybe next week we'll, we'll go get all, all the way. way. Bye! Bye! <laughs>